So, jobless. How did it all happen? Well, I saw that the Spice Girls were touring. I've always loved the Spice Girls. I grew up listening to them, singing, dancing, always wanted to be Baby Spice, even though my dark features. And when they decided to tour the UK, I was like, I have to buy a ticket. By this time, I think half of the places had already been on sale and sold out. And I think it was either the next day or the day after they added a Cardiff show um, and the tickets were going to go on sale. So I told myself, if I can get a ticket, because it's the Spice Girls, this is going to be really, really hard. If I can get a ticket, I'm going to go to Europe. I'm going to quit my job because I'm 30. You only live once. That was my mantra for a long time. So let's quit. Let's go. So the day came and I got my ticket. I remember messaging my boyfriend and I said, I just got a ticket for Spice Girls. And he's like, woo, yay. And I was like, would you kill me if I went? And he was like, no, not realizing that the concert was in Cardiff. (laughs) Uh, And I was like, are you sure? And he's like, yeah, why would I kill you if you're going? And I'm like, because it's in Cardiff. Whoops. So that started my downward spiral. No, it's not that bad. I mean, I don't regret it. I I loved going to Europe and this is probably the only time that I can go away for so long uh, because again, I'm, I'm older now and hopefully my boyfriend will settle down with me one day. Um, so then these things I can't do as much really. Um, so Let's start with, I bought the tickets and then I was like, okay, I'm going to go to Europe. I messaged my friend Jess and I was like, I'm going to Europe. I've decided. Uh, And she said she'd try and tag along for part of it as well, which was great. Um, Next problem was telling my company that I wanted to quit. Um, My company wasn't a great company. I'm going to put it out there. I'm not going to lie to you guys. I'm not going to lie to myself. It wasn't a fantastic company. Um, Just from the get-go, everything was a schmozzle. It was just all over the place. Stuff that was told at the beginning in the interview and at my sign-up stage turned out to be inaccurate. I'm not going to go into too much detail about the company, uh, but let's just say it wasn't a great company to work for. Um, So I had no qualms about quitting that job. But what I was worried about is coming back and finding a job. Uh, Luckily... It seemed that I had a job interview and it was all lined up and they actually wanted to offer me the job. They sent me an email saying, we want to offer you a position. But then it came down to passes and passes is what got me in the end. So I thought I had this job. I thought it was pretty much secure. So I quit my job anyway, because I was going, no matter what, I was going. Uh, May 17, I think, or I don't know, whatever the Friday was, was my last day. I gave them like six weeks notice and then there was a whole schmozzle about pay and that's another that's another day I'll tell you all about passes and pay yeah do not regret leaving that job at all of course I loved the people the people is why you stay at a job right but it was the okay this 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 is not about the job today this is about how I became jobless okay so um I thought I had everything did a really nice uh, resignation letter, handed it in, yada, yada, quit. Then I'm in Europe and I haven't heard anything from this other job. And I'm like, okay, now I'm starting to get a bit worried. I'm going to come back with no job. 
um, I emailed the HR person who said, don't worry, manager's going to get in touch with you. And I'm like, okay, whew. another two weeks pass, still having the time of my life traveling around Europe and Morocco um, and the UK. Uh, that will be another whole podcast about what I did, where I went, how much I spent, that kind of stuff. Uh, but yeah, so I hadn't heard anything, sent an email again to the HR, this time CCCing the manager and there was no reply. And now I'm freaking out. And I'm like, ah, I'm spending all my money. How am I going to afford this? Uh, so I thank God for credit cards. Uh, so I come back to Singapore after my gallivanting around and having the best time of my life, uh, eating, eating, praying and loving. Um, well, actually no loving. My boyfriend's still in Singapore and I'm very, very loyal to him. So no loving, loving the places. Let's say they're loving the places um, and eating a lot. Uh, yeah. So I come back, still nothing. So I just send them a polite email going, I guess I haven't got a job. Thank you very much for the time. Yada, 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 yada. Obviously I wrote it much more nicer than that. Much more nicer. Great English. Maybe that's why I didn't get the job. Uh, so didn't hear anything. Then about a few weeks later, jump on the website, job still available. Hmm. Email them. They said, sorry, we don't have anything for you. And I'm like, thanks. You couldn't have told me that before I quit. Um, cause then I would have been a little bit more active with the applying for jobs. Um, but yeah, so now I am jobless. I have gone to so many interviews uh, unfortunately, nothing seems to have stuck. Uh, I've gone to at least three this week alone. So hopefully one of these ones is going to stick because I need to stay in Singapore. I love Singapore. Like a lot of my local friends are like, why? Why do you like Singapore? And I'm like, because it's, it's amazing. It's a great city. It's very safe. It's easy to access pretty much every other country in the world from Singapore. It's fantastic. Why wouldn't you want to live here? Um, except alcohol is really expensive, um, but there's a lot of ladies nights, so we'll, we can survive. Um, yeah. So basically now I am trying to find a job. I find being a foreigner is pretty hard in Singapore. Um, if you come here without like a dependent pass where you can get like a letter of consent or without being transferred with your company and you can get employment passes because like with an S pass from my knowledge, there's like quotas, um, and employment passes, there's like levies. So it's all up to the company and I have nothing against Singapore. Like I, I love Singapore and I appreciate it. They want to give locals jobs first. I'm not complaining about it. That's not what this podcast is about. This podcast is just about how hard it is. I'm giving you a realistic expectation. So if you are looking at moving to Singapore and you don't have a husband or you don't have a common law marriage um, and you want to come over as a single or with your boyfriend, it's going to be pretty, pretty damn hard. So this is just giving you expectations. Like as far as I'm aware, um, networking seems to really, really help. Like I've had friends who've been here for like 10 months before they've got a job. Um, others can get it in two months. So it just depends what, um, avenue, I guess you're looking at working in. I do sales and training and I work in travel. So it's not like I am a specifically amazing talent. Okay. I'm not, I'm not putting myself down here, but it's not like I'm, I do it or engineering. Like I, I have amazing skills. Don't get me wrong. I can train, I can teach, I can do travel, I can sell. So I do have skills there, 
but it's how do you uh, justify hiring me over a local? And I 100% get that. And I have no no anger towards Singapore. Like I said, I love this country. I want to stay here. Um, and that's why I really, really, really want to find a job. So I have been applying for everything. I've gone on Job Street, Glassdoor, LinkedIn, uh, going to the websites directly for companies that I've searched. I have tried everything. And um, so now I'm going through the interview process and hopefully one of these will, will lock into a job. Again, I'm not going to say if I if I do get a job, I'm not going to say where it is, what I do, because that's personal um, and I don't want to affect my job in the long run and I don't want to um, have Singapore kick me out because I love the country. Um, my boyfriend is Singaporean. Um, and I've been here for three years. Uh, I told my mum I'd be here for two, so she'd let me leave the country. <laughs> um, and I've loved it. Like, I, it's amazing. I used to live in, in Perth. Um, and maybe if I lived in Sydney, Melbourne, I would think differently of Singapore. But Perth is very, very slow and laid back. And moving to Singapore, everything's so fast paced. Everything's open late. Uh, public transport is fantastic. Taxis are, are relatively cheap. It's just that housing and um, grocery shopping and alcohol can be a bit expensive. Obviously, grocery shopping can be cheap depending where you look. Um, but in in general, like the cost of living can be a little bit higher if you're not used to it. Um, but as I am dating a Singaporean, I do know some of the local places to go. I do know to go to a hawker center instead of going to like a restaurant all the time. I do know to go to the wet markets. And obviously there's a lot of expats that do this too, but there's also that generation of expats that just go out and eat every night or just deliver or just food panda, grab food, all of those. Um, and yeah, but I'm not dissing anyone. This is not a diss. This is just me. So at the moment, I am jobless and really trying to find find something so that I can stay because I really, really, really want to stay. Um, so this is a really whining podcast. I'm sorry if you're listening and you're bored. Um, but yeah, so this is me right now, jobless, deciding that why don't I start a podcast? Because I've got nothing else to do. And if I go out, I'm going to spend money. So if I just stay in my room and talk to my phone and you guys listening out there, then maybe I can save some money and maybe you'll listen and maybe you'll learn some things. Um, But yeah, so maybe my next podcast will be about travel. I don't want to go too much into work passes because it can be a bit of a boring subject. Um, But if any of you do want to learn more about work passes and about moving to Singapore, feel free to ask. And I can definitely do a podcast about that. But at the moment we're in a limbo until I find something. Uh, so yeah, my next podcast will be a bit more about my travel, uh, and where, where I went. Uh, but for the meantime, keep trying and I will talk to you soon.